That's the beauty sometimes of partnering with partners who bring something different that you don't have to the, the table, right? And so like Harry, Joe, and I, in a, in a way, like we are like a great trio. Welcome to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life. Hello, Right Club Nation. It's Laurel Simmons here. Before we get started, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Have you checked out our online community yet? I really hope you do because our online community is a place where you can find lots of education, training, and information about real estate investing and about general business. Plus, it's a great place to network with like-minded people. We have interactive forums, all our podcast episodes, and tons of videos about a wide range of topics. It's free to join, so be sure to come grow with us at therightclub.com. Now, on with our podcast. Hello, Right Club. So, Francois Lantier, co-hosting with Catherine from the Right Club. And today, we're going to have an awesome guest. We've reversed, I guess, the tables or the seats. Sarah Larvey, co-founder of the Right Club, is in the hot seat today. So, Catherine, what are, what's new with you? What's happening? We've got some exciting things that are going on. As you know, I'm, I'm when I came on board with the Right Club, I guess, what, three and a half years ago, I didn't really know anything about real estate investing. And now I'm uh, starting to jump in and I've got three properties and uh, we're carrying on from there and I'm looking to see that grow. So there's some exciting things happening. And But boy, I'll tell you, listening to Sarah, watching her journey and what it is that she's doing now, she is a true inspiration. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear more and our listeners will really enjoy it today. There's some golden nuggets in there on how to expand. So a lot of people are doing the birth strategy, which is amazing. That was kind of Sarah's success story in part. And how do you expand from there? Because at some point it's fun. Like you, you'll see Catherine, now you're at property three or four. And then eventually it's like, oh, I want to do something bigger and you grow. And how do you scale from there? So Sarah shared some insights. How did she go from adding basement suites, duplex conversions, to building townhouses, to now a resort? That's quite a a project. (laughs) I'm sure you'll agree. So as Sarah shared some great tips and tricks on how to get there and how to have the mindset and and it's not for the faint of heart. So let's be honest, Catherine, you have some experience no. with hosting people. So it, it's fine, yes. but challenges as well. Great, great opportunity and great responsibility. I sound like Sp- Spider-Man, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. And almost, uh, and, and actually that's a really good analogy because um, it's almost uh, the way a web crisscrosses and all the different angles that are in yes. there, that's truly what it is that comes about. And one of the great things that um, that Sarah does is she shares the insights of how she gets there. She she shares the fundamentals of um, that, the how-tos and the, the who, what, where, when, why, and how. And this is just the start of her journey. So I know that this is not um, the first podcast that we'll be having her on with regard to this particular um, uh, burst strategy growth 
that she is on. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yes. So sh shall we get to it? Yes, let's get to it. So Right Club, make sure to give us a rating review. Positive, please. Feedback. We love to have your feedback. And if you'd like to be featured on our podcast, please make sure to message none other than Catherine here. What's the best way if you want to be featured on the Right Club, Catherine? Well, actually, if you'd like to uh, send us an email to grow at the right club.com, that's grow at the R E I T E club.com. That would be great. We'll, uh, we do have a little bit of a wait list. I do have to say, that's good. and, uh, which is nice. Uh, we'll send you a podcast recording link. You book in your schedule, your date. And, uh, and there we go. It's, uh, it's nice. And we do release our podcast every Friday. There's a new release every Friday. And sometimes we do have some special releases and those are generally released on Tuesdays. And one of the things that uh, I'm really excited about, I think we're a little bit shocked is that uh, we have just found out that we are in the top, uh, that the Right Club podcast is in the top 1.5% wow. of all podcasts, global podcasts. And that's 2.7 million and change podcasts around the world. And the Right Club is in the top 1.5%. And, and that's pretty awesome. That's amazing. Well, with great hosts, like we have on the Right Club's podcast. It's amazing and it's no wonder. So let's get to the interview and hear from Sarah Larby and hear about her ambitious resort project and Burr project as well. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, welcome. Here we have Sarah Larby, one of the co-founders from the Right Club with us this evening. And boy, has she been busy. The last, I guess, seven or eight years, you've uh, really taken everything from uh, just learning about financing into retiring within seven years. And now you're, wow, you're into resorts. Tell us more, Sarah, what are you up to these days? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to have the tables reversed and, and, and be on the hot seat. I actually, I shouldn't say it's fun, but it's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sure you guys will be, uh, will be great, great co-hosts. You know, I've actually been pretty busy. I, I didn't, so I, like you said, Catherine, you know, I, I retired in, in October, you know, quote unquote retired. I'm still technically doing stuff and buying properties and whatnot, but I retired from the nine to five job, October of 2020. And I actually didn't even have a plan then. I was just like, you know what, we'll see what happens. My current portfolio was doing fine. If, you know, I, I took some time to think what I wanted to do next, uh, why not? And, you know, I was, I was 36 and I don't think I could do nothing for the rest of my life, but I really, really wanted to have that freedom. Um, but I'll tell you with freedom and with more time actually comes new opportunities and opportunities that you probably wouldn't have been able to even consider or that may not have been presented to you if you were still busy doing a nine to five. So, so I think it really actually opened some new doors. Uh, and, uh, and then I got into some development and now I'm doing some like bigger conversion projects for the Burr stuff and building a resort and everything in between. But it's, you know, it's, it's fun. It's their passion projects at this point. Yeah. And I love it. What you said, taking some time off to reflect is very important in anybody's journey. It's important. If you're always busy, busy, you don't see, as you mentioned, what's going on and what's happening and what are the opportunities so you mentioned a resort, and I think you're partnering with some important people in your life as well. 
And as you mentioned, those opportunities probably you wouldn't have been available with a nine to five and all that. So can you tell us more about kind of that partnership to build that resort? How did this come about and all the details you want the dirt? <laughs> <laughs> the dirt. So, you know, before I actually left my job, I was working uh, at Lavazza, great company. But before I actually left, I hired Harry James, who was on my podcast a couple of times and spoke at the right club a couple of times. And I'm just like, you know, you've got, he's got 30 plus years of experience, a ton of development experience, just something new I didn't know anything about. And I just love the philosophy that he's got on life and really customizing his life and everything else. And so just asked him, like, I don't know if you do this, you know, at all, but like, I would love to like, just spend extra time with you. Um, so I hired him as a mentor. I don't know if he, like, I think now he has a couple of people that he, he does this with, but I don't think it was a thing in the past. And so he was nice enough to like, let me come into his circle and, you know, started learning about developments. And then I decided to find a deal called some realtors and negotiated actually a great piece of property that became and is becoming uh, some townhouses, six townhouses that were sold out in like six minutes because they're duplexes and they actually cash flow and they were a good deal. So they sold really fast. And, you know, and from, from there, I kind of, you know, started looking for more opportunities and the resort specifically came because I ended up finding this other marina and it was like a a trailer park, marina. And I'm just like, this actually would be cool. And, you know, started looking into it, made an offer. And then on due diligence, realized it was in a floodplain and everything was grandfathered. It would not have been grandfathered in. So all the trailers were like technically not legally supposed to be there. Anyways, lots of problems, but I'm like, it kind of like got me thinking of something unique, something new and the whole resort thing. And so I started Googling, um, not Googling, but searching on MLS, like specific zoning for resorts and actually found, it was on MLS, a five acre piece of land and it was on the water on Shadow Lake and decided to get it under contract with a VTB uh, as well. And I said, hey, Harry and Joe, Joe's the builder. He's uh, been you know building for, for 30 plus years, Harry's partner as well. Come in with me on this project and you know let's have some fun. Let's create something unique. And they thought I was crazy in the beginning. They really did. Uh, but they, I think they're going to be excited. They're happy now. And I think they're excited about it all, but that's how it all came about. It was just, we just found the right land with the right zoning. We didn't have to rezone. Uh, and also ultimately you just get the building permits and you can start building. That sounds amazing. And I love that you use other people's money. So a VTB, uh, for those maybe newer, what is a VTB and how does this apply? Like, is it the full amount or what's going on with the VTB? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think this was listed on the MLS for like 1.29. We offered 1.1 back and forth a, a little bit on that. And a vendor, a vendor take back essentially is when the seller is the bank, they are the lender. And, uh, and so he was open to it. But when you, when you buy more complex properties that can't be financed as easily, such as land, this was raw land minus a house that was completely decrepit. We actually just uh, tore it down this week. Probably one of the worst houses I've ever seen. It was open to the elements for the last like 20 plus years. Oh my. Old resort. So you can only imagine the kind of mold uh, and everything that was inside that house. So, but you know, that was not financeable. And so it was either going to be uh, private money to, to close on it, our money to close on it, which, you know, as, as we all know, if you don't have to use your own money and you can use other people's money, then why not? 
Uh, but he was open to it. So he was open to, I think he's doing a VTB for 850. Uh, and then the rest we, we paid cash to close on. Um, it's a two-year VTB at 5% interest only payments. And then the, the, there's two pieces of, of land, an acre and another acre next to it. And, uh, and so that was uh, something that we purchased for 450. Uh, and that's a, a residential lot. So we're going to be building a big cottage um, that's going to be part of the resort, but it's still on the residential type of zoning. So we're probably going to make it like a 20 person cottage uh, next to it. We bought, we bought that uh, lot next to it as well. Very smart to plan kind of your expansion as well. Uh, this is something you see a lot in shopping centers. Oftentimes there's the like the mall, the enclosed mall, and then all kinds of land around it. So is that something else you've planned for your resort? Like what are their phases or how are you building it? Is it like one time and you're building a whole stretch or? If it, if it, according to Harry, if it was up to me, it'd be one time and be done in three months, but that's impossible. <laughs> I know it's not realistic. So uh, it is, it is going to be about a five-year project. And so phase one, uh, it's, it's, you know, based on the septic tanks, we could do one septic for three cottages. So I think it's just going to make the most sense to do three cottages at a time, because that's the one septic and just easier to plan those out. So we'll have three cottages by the summer. And, uh, you know, obviously summer is high season. That's when you can get the big bucks. So we're going to stop uh, and we're going to do three more either in the fall or in the early spring of 2023. And then we're going to get to nine cottages. So we're going to get into the woods. There's like five acres, maybe four and a half acres of wooded uh, tree land. We're going to have some cottages in there as well. But when it's all said and done, it is a five-year project. We're going to have a main reception area. So you can have like your weddings, your parties. We're going to have an infinity pool. We're going to have a rooftop gym. We're going to have some cool little pods in the, in the woods. It's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to take many, many years. You do it in phases, but I think it is going to be completely, completely different than all the other resorts. For me, there's very little amount of resorts that I would want to go to, you know, in, in the cottage area rather than renting a cottage. There's one resort I really like. This is not in the cottage area, but it's it's Wander, the resort in Picton. Beautiful. They charge like $1,000, $2,000 a night, but it is nice and high-end. And I think this is going to be the same concept that we want to do. So we want to do a high-end concept. And to be honest, when I'm going somewhere and I want to take a, a nice vacation, um, I go to, if I do it like an all-inclusive, I go to adults-only resorts. You know, adults-only, it's calm, it's different atmosphere. So that we're actually going to do an adults-only resort concept at ours as well. It'll be 16+. plus. So people can get away, right? Can get away and really truly relax. There's lots of resorts for kids. We love kids, but you know, we do want to have something completely unique that somebody can go to and feel like that, like adults only type of, you know, um, experience that they would if they go to like Mexico or Dominican or something like that. We're going to take a quick break from the show. Are you a real estate investor or entrepreneur looking to get out there and network with some awesome people? Then the Have Your Cake and Eat It Too is a retreat you won't want to miss. Treat yourself to a three-day retreat, focus on your health, wealth, and time for yourself on the site of the new luxury Inspire Beach Resort. This retreat will include live bands, great speakers, yummy food, delicious drinks, fun activities, and lots of time for networking. For more information and to get your ticket, visit www.saralarby.com. And now back to the show. Oh, that sounds amazing. That's awesome. So when you're talking about cottages, there's a lot of different visuals that people come up with when they hear the word cottage. 
So how many bedrooms? You mentioned higher end amenities. You're comparing this to Wander Down and Picton, which I know is absolutely gorgeous. It's a stunning resort. Um, so, and you're also on Shadow Lake. So with the lake, what kind of boating and water recreation activities? Is this four season? Is it just two or three season? Like what are, what are, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're gonna actually make them year round. And some of them are going to be themed. So, you know, inside, so outside they're going to look different and then inside, sorry, outside they're going to look the same, but then inside they're going to look different. So, if, you know, I think of like, if you go, for example, like to Trias, the winery, right? Um, in, in Ontario, in, uh, in Niagara, you know, you're at Trias because you've got the backgrounds and you've got some like Instagrammable specific pictures that people go to, to, you know, get pictures of themselves. And so we want to do something like that with the cottages so you, that people have that Instagrammable space and you know that they're at Inspire Beach Resort when they're at those cottages. But I think the other concept and, you know, again, it's fluid, it's always evolving, but the concept of having different themes inside the cottages, if I'm going somewhere and I have a great experience at the Canadian cottage, and next time I want to go back and I want to go to the Winter Wonderland cottage, it's a whole different experience, but you know, it's easier to get clients that have a great time to come back another time and try a different experience versus the same thing over and over. Right. So for me, when I go to an all-inclusive, I, I want to try something different next time. I don't like to, you know, again, it's not everybody that's like this, but I don't want to go back to the same all-inclusive resort because it's going to be a very similar experience. But if the inside of the cottages are different, that they're themed different, it actually would be a different experience to, uh, to try a different cottage next time. That's a bit like the Disney World concept. I know we're not talking about kids, but that's why they have several parks. There's Epcot, there's a Magic Kingdom, and each have a bit of a different flavor. And that's why you're able to fork out $300 a day, I think it is now per person. Uh, and you don't mind spending that money. So a higher end experience does command a bit of a different experience, still in the same spot. That's awesome. You know, you like the amenities, the location, but you're still experiencing something different. So very smart. Um, so you're doing some phases, construction, you're talking about septic systems. That all sounds quite complicated. So you have, I guess, a solid power team to, to do all that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the beauty sometimes of partnering with partners who bring something different that you don't have to the, the table, right? And so like, Harry, Joe, and I, in a, in a way, like we are like a great trio because, you know, I'll, I'll come up with some concepts and Harry helps as well with the concepts and, um, you know, the management part will likely fall on me overseeing a lot of it. Harry brings a lot of the private money that he's had, um, you know, with many of his projects over the years, uh, which helps for the build. And then Joe is a Terion builder and he's got a team. He's been in construction forever. And so I think the three of us, together really can create something absolutely unique and we can make it happen as well. Um, and, you know, I was, we were just at a restaurant, like a local restaurant nearby, because right now it's, it's still raw land. I mean, when this air is obviously it'll be built, but um, you know, we're going to be building very, very quickly because we have the team to do it. But she was shocked at like the fact that we're going to have three cottages in, you know, in that short amount of time, but we have a lot of their internal resources to be able to do it. We're not having to like find a contractor and find the trades and, you know, a lot of the stuff is in house. Um, and then to go back to Catherine's point. So these are all going to be two bedrooms. They're all going to fit six people in there. Uh, six adults. They're all going to have their own private hot tub uh, per cottage as well. I don't like the communal thing. 
um, you know, call me like for me personally, I like, I like my own stuff. Right. And so one of the things that sometimes you see, not only that, but like, I also like my own privacy. And so I figure, you know, if I'm my client, uh, or, or somebody similar, they like their privacy. They want to have a good time. They want to experience, you know, the upskill options. You know, we want to have like a mobile RMT service. We want to have a mobile, you know, food, the chef that can come in and bring some food. Like we don't have the restaurant on site, but we want to be able to have like those services, which I love delegating, right? So people like, for example, I have a mobile RMT, I have a mobile chef and I love that. And so why don't we give that experience to uh, the guests as well? But um, you know, that, and then on top of that, I think we do, we do have an opportunity to cater to like corporate groups and events, right? When I used to work at Lavazza, we used to spend a lot of money booking entire areas where, you know, we would have a team meeting and then we would have, have the activities. I mean, we could all do all of that on site. I mean, to, you know, for example, like axe throwing, we have mobile axe throwing, um, that's coming for a retreat that we're doing. And it's like many other things like that. So you can bring everything on, on site, have a great experience. Um, but catering also to not only, you know, people that are looking for just a different type of experience for a, a cottage getaway, but you know, the micro weddings, the corporate events, that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to actually organizing and planning all of that. Of course, I delegate a lot. So I will have a team. This is not going to be just all me. That's awesome. That sounds like so much fun. And I love the fact that you are all four seasons, you know, especially being on the lake that gives you so much opportunity for skating, you know, and I can just envision something like with the, um, with the hot toddies and the marshmallows, you know, after the ice skating, but yet again, beautiful stargazing, you know, with a crackling fire and, and maybe some acoustics that are there in the summertime. So, and with some wine tasting, you know, something with, with, uh, that's fluid that way. I think that's, uh, that's awesome. So your timeline, when is it that you're looking at opening? So like you just said shortly, but what, what mm-hmm. does shortly mean? Yeah. So we have a retreats in August. So August 9th to 11th. So we better be done by then. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so, but for the retreat, just cause we're going to have about 40 people to, to 50 people, we're actually, we, we rented a, a local ho- uh, hotel nearby. So everybody's going to get their private rooms and we're going to actually shuttle people back and forth because there's only going to be the three cottages. Right. But in, in terms of timelines, we're thinking July, the three cottages will be done. Um, and then we'll probably just start doing some, some short-term rentals. I'll probably just for the simplicity of this year, put them on my Airbnb link, uh, and rent them out that way as like the three at once. And, uh, once, you know, the initial setup and everything is done, I think we'll have more time to plan for that second year and, and really create those, uh, connections with corporate event opportunities and micro weddings and that kind of stuff. But I'm, you know, I'm being told July, we're going to be done. So we're, we're doing what we can. I, I looked at it. There's progress. There's, there's progress this week. Uh, the, uh, you know, the house is now flattened. <laughs> so we got to do the padding, uh, you know, the cement pads, then we got to start putting the, uh, the outside together and then working on the inside. And, and uh, we've got a, a really good designer that's going to help us create the the visions for the first three. We're going to take a quick break from the show. Hey, Right Club Nation. We want to take a quick break from the podcast to introduce you to a longtime supporter of the Right Club and many members of the Right Club Nation, Mr. Dylan Suter of Elevation Realty. Dylan, take it away. 
Thank you so much for this opportunity. We as Elevation Realty are the sponsor for the real estate slot at the Wright Club and we have been attending since the second Wright Club. We are an investment focused, high volume real estate team serving the Golden Horseshoe from Oakville down to Niagara. If you are looking to increase your cash flows or you want to find an incredible opportunity, we deal with builders, we deal with off-market opportunities, as well as we get very creative and negotiate the best deal for even on-market opportunities. We've helped a number of clients with the right club, find flips, single-family rentals, duplex conversions, three and four unit renovations, all the way up to large residential buildings with high cash flow. A little bit about myself, if you haven't heard, personally, I've scaled over 300 doors in the last two years, which has given me a ton of experience in analyzing all the deals that may come across my desk for you. So if you're interested in learning more, please reach out to us at 905-592-4220, or you can email us at admin at elevationrealty.ca, that is admin at E-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-N, realty.ca, and let's sit down and create your investment dream portfolio. Guys, and I have to say, I stand behind Elevation and Dylan. They found me. My last few properties have done an amazing job. 100% recommend them. So thank you for all your hard work. Now, back to the podcast. And now, back to the show. And That's all awesome. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the, uh, the permits. And all the supplies and, I mean, you've got the trades, you've got the expertise, you've got everything along those lines. Um, but you sounds like you've got through the permit process and that your supply, demand and supply for your uh, materials, like you're doing well with that. Because I know in the last little while, that's been a challenge for everybody in the construction business. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, uh, this is why Joe is, is a miracle worker because... <laughs> He's going to get it done one way or the other, you know, but it's, uh, it is, it has been an issue, right? There's a, a shortage of supply. There's a shortage of trades, you know, and ultimately at least we, we can source a lot of the stuff in house as much as possible. And he's got a lot of connections being in the industry for 30 plus years that, you know, I I'm confident that we'll get him done. But again, like this is, this is, this stuff is not for the faint of, of heart. This is not like a typical burr where you like, you know, your start date, you know, your finish, you know, like your stages, this is very fluid and it may still change before we're done. And it might still change year two, year three, year four from the original concept. And people that want to build a resort, if you like, right club nation, if you want to do something like this, you have to know that like your initial idea may look completely different when you're done. You just have to be okay rolling with the punches. And I, I know there's going to be lots of punches. And in terms of building permits, I, I'll tell you, I think what, what we did well there is we found the lot that had the proper zoning. So it was already a resort back in the day. It was torn down, but we didn't have to redo any rezoning, right? So essentially it's just getting the building um, permits. And that's a huge key to success is going kind of with the flow, what the municipality already wants. So it makes sense. Uh, hospitality is actually a tough business. My parents owned a hotel and Catherine was also a, a, yeah. a bed and breakfast uh, owner. So it's yeah. not an easy business. How did you do your market research to know that there is a demand for such a project? Usually people say, I think it takes about 10 years to be profitable for like a hotel. I know this is not a hotel, but mm-hmm. what's the background? How, how did you pick this project? I mean, you know, I, I've been doing some Airbnbs in the Corthus for a while. 
um, and you know, even prior to the pandemic with the the prices and and whatnot. So it is not going to be like a typical hotel where there's a restaurant and then there's like the staff in the restaurant and like that kind of stuff. Like we're really in the experience of the cottage rental or the you know the rental piece business, right? And so um, you know, what amenities can we have? And, you know, what kind of price point it was, you know, I was looking at Wander for a lot of it and granted they're in a different area, but, you know, when you look at their site, it's beautiful, but the cottages are very close together. They don't have, you know, they don't have individual hot tubs. They don't have all the amenities that we want to have. And to be honest, what I did was like, based on that, like these, these little cottages, they're they're about 500 and change square feet. It's going to cost us about 250, 250 grand per cottage, give or take to, to do them from, from start to completion. And I used a conservative occupancy rate and I used a conservative price per night versus like per month, weekends, weekdays. And I actually ran the, the numbers backwards from there. And my conservative analysis shows that we're doing okay. So if that's good, that's our, our base. Um, and anything above that is gravy. And, and you know what, it is not for the faint of heart because it is a lot of money going in and in and in and in, uh, and servicing the debt. And, um, you're, this is why starting with three, I think is great because it gets you accustomed to how, you know, to, to maneuver and, and how to manage it. And, you know, we add three more down the road and then we get to nine, uh, and then we start adding the big house. So it's like in stages and then you have the time to like build the team around you and find out who you need. And it's a learning experience for me too. I don't have all the answers, but you know, I, I know enough about the short-term industry to decide that, you know, let's just try it and see what happens. I think as soon as we have those three cottages, our receive or our, our value of that property, just being on the water, I think we actually got a really good deal to start with. Um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be up a couple million just with the three cottages, not even finishing um, you know, everything when it's all said and done. I love it. And I see an analogy with real estate investing. So you start with a single house, a lot of people maybe adding a basement suite, then you get into multifamily and then you grow kind of from there. And it, it becomes, like you said, riskier and riskier, but it's manageable risk because you've, you've been there before, you know about hospitality, maybe on a smaller scale, you know about some development in a different capacity, it's kind of the next phase. So I really admire that. And I'd love to hear from Catherine about being a host as well, because I know Catherine has extensive experience. Maybe you have some word of advice for Sarah. I know Sarah is a host already, like she she has some Airbnb, but Catherine actually lived with her guests. So yes, that's something yes. else. <laughs> I was an on-site bed and breakfast owner for in our municipality. I'm down in the Niagara region. So um, we're actually in Port Dalhousie in the St. Catharines area. So the bylaws where we are um, state that you, you have a maximum of three rooms and, but the owner must be on site. So we, we were uh, business licensed. We were licensed by the city, the region health inspections, you name it, fire department, everything else that was there, uh, special insurance that was on our, um, literally on our impact statement that we were a bed and breakfast. So that is the other thing. When your home is listed as a bed and breakfast, it is much harder to get financing and a mortgage and it changes everything. But I'm really proud to say, well, we did it for nine years. And I, I will say uh, that we, I'm very proud to say that we had a, we had a 
almost five-star rating the entire time because you have to have those people that will only give you a 4.9% because they don't believe anybody can give you 5%. Uh, (laughs) But I was really proud of that because you work hard. Um, And um, I found that exactly like what you're doing, Sarah, you put yourself in the shoes of your guests. You know, I'm sure that your parents did that as well, Francois, when you had your, you know, like you, you had your um, hotel uh, when, when you were younger and your parents had that, but it's truly putting yourself into the shoes of your guests. And it's also stopping um, to take a moment and, and you know that everybody is coming to you with different energy and for different reasons. And as long as you're able to meet them, but also keeping your boundaries, you know, be keeping your boundaries and, and being able to, to say, here's our rules, here's our regulations. We want you to have a great time and to keep you safe um, so that nothing really gets out of hand. Yeah. And it was delightful. The people, honest to goodness, um, we had our two percenters, of course. You have to have your two percenters. But of the nine years that we ran, um, the bed and breakfast, it was um, 98% of our guests were delightful. They came in as guests, they left as friends, right. and they all came back. Wow. Or I should say the majority of them came back or they sent people back. And that's what you want. Because mm-hmm. the best form of advertising, right, is yeah. word yes. of mouth and personal recommendation. And knowing you, Sarah, and the way that that you are in your attention to detail and your ability to delegate and to bring in a team with you that has the same vision as Harry and Joe do. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure as your team will and your property managers and everybody else that will be there and even the townspeople. I mean, you've got something that is really special and magical. And I'm very excited to see how this goes and to hear more and to come out and visit and, you know, and, uh, you'll have to come visit. Sure. I mean, it's, uh, it is going to be a fun and, and, uh, I'll have to ask you some more questions about your bed and breakfast. I'm sure you've got tons of experience and tons of little things that you did to like create that, like additional excellence, you know, to the, to the bed and breakfast. Cause you know, you never, never want to be average. You always want to take that step above and do more. And it's all those little, you know, the surprise and delights, like those little additional things that are maybe not expected from the guests that you can do that really get you the, the, you know, ratings, but most importantly, the returns, the return. Exactly. And some of it was even a surprise to me because I was just doing what it is that I, I, I just did me. Right. And what I was that I would like, and then I was getting the feedback from people and it was, it was little things like where, where there was outlets in the wall, I'd have open tables, mm. you, you know, but you I didn't even think them. about it. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly it. But it was little tiny things like that. Or I'd have Brita, you know, with, with glasses that were there and I wouldn't have bottled water or, you know, things along those lines. And, and people were actually noticing that, but just those little things that, that you were doing um, the way that I left breakfast for them or offered them, oh, you're checking out early, here's a breakfast to go. And I'd, I'd brown bag it for them, you know, and, and just, just those little tiny things, but it really, it really made a difference. And their stories were great. Their stories were awesome. The people were so interesting. It was great. But anyway, I'm really excited for you. And um, 
But is there any last words or anything that we haven't covered that you'd like to share with us uh, about the resort? I mean, basically, you started off, you know, burring, and this is just a larger burr. It is. Yeah, it's a, it's a you know, it's still a burr, but it's a buy, it's a build, <laughs> and then it's a rent short term. And then refinance and repeat. Though I don't know how many resorts I really truly want. I think one is going to be plenty along with the rest yeah. of the portfolio. <laughs> but uh, just to answer your question, Catherine, I mean, I think it's it's great. I mean, if anyone has any experience in any of that stuff, like reach out to me. I'd love to hear from from your experiences. And, you know, I think it's uh, it's going to be fun. I'm, I can't wait to do, you know, the, the grand opening when it's all done. I think it's just going to be absolutely awesome. And it's just going to be a fun passion project. Are we going to make a fortune off of it? I have no idea. Maybe, maybe it's going to cost us a fortune, but you know what? It's, it's going to be a ton of fun along the way. <laughs> I love it. Sounds exciting. The Inspire Resort. I'm already inspired. So we're going to get to our lightning round, but I think we need to shake up the questions a bit. Sure. Catherine. So this week's lightning round is brought to you by Butler Mortgages, Canada's number one mortgage brokerage three years in a row. If you need a great mortgage broker to help you with investing in real estate or to help you purchase your next home, reach out to Daniel Patton and Michael Zanzini from Butler Mortgages. You can do that by calling 905-569-8326 or toll free at one 888 and check out their website, butlermortgages.com or by email daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. Number one, Sarah, what is the best advice you've ever received from another investor regarding resorts or being a host or something like that? So with a twist on hospitality. I don't F1. know if it's a twist on hospitality, but you know what? I will say the the best advice I've ever received from the last year was to play in a different sandbox. And this is where the resort came in. So, you know, do something different. Don't invest where everybody is going to invest in competing with you. What is your different sandbox? What is a new strategy that, or a soft belly uh, you know, opportunity where not everybody is going to be competing with you. And so that resort was one of those options. That's so awesome. So for doing this and, and the journey that you've taken with real estate investing, and it's it's been, and you're so inspiring, Sarah, like you really are. Um, and I've so enjoyed following what you've been doing. So throughout all of this, what is your, your top favorite investing resource that you have, uh, that you followed or you found? My top investing resource. I mean, obviously I'm going to plug in the right club because there's tons of opportunity, but it's not so much the right club meetings per se for me. I think it's the connections that you make from networking with people that are attending and, you know, presenting on the right club. And it's those connections, I think, that help you exponentially grow. Very good. Yes, I agree. It's all those side conversations, the famous hallway that I never witnessed at the right <laughs> club, where the, the real action happens. So I can't wait to eventually go in that hallway and learn. So question number three, 
This one, I have to change it up. What is the attribute that has made you successful or actually what makes you a great resort owner, Sarah? I have no idea if I'm going to be a great resort owner. I actually will tell you that in a couple of years. Uh, I might be a horrible resort owner. I can't answer that yet. I, I will tell you, I think for me, it's, it's the passion, it's the excitement, and it's just the ability to use the, the grit that I have of just continuing and having that motivation with like enrolling with the punches. But I have no idea if I'm going to be a great resort owner. I'd like to think so, but ask me in a couple of years. I think you will be just the answer you've given and what I've seen my parents go through. You will be rolling with the punches, get ready for that. <laughs> and also looking out for your guests, which you really seem to do, like you've already put yourself in their shoes, all kinds of great attributes, and that's going to be amazing. So you'll see, it will be a challenge, but it's a new, new sandbox, new challenges. Yeah. And not only do you have that new sandbox, you've got an entire huge sand beach. That's true. <laughs> Six, 600 feet of sand beach. Wow. Wow. That's going to be so much fun. Well, Sarah, thank you so very much. Very much appreciate your uh, sharing your resort. And, and we're going to be following up with you for sure. Uh, to make sure that uh, just to follow you along on this journey. It's awesome. And uh, thank you so very much, Francois. Have you got any last words or anything? Yes. Where's the best spot to learn about the resort? I know we can find you on social media. Where's the best uh, place? Um, Inspire Beach Resort. If you, I think that's going to be inspirebeachresort.com or what we are setting up our website. And also on Instagram, Inspire Beach Resort, and they can learn about it. They can like, you know, my goal also is to not just do the one retreat in August, but to do many different retreats, some for women, some for, you know, different, different types of topics. I'm going to have fun with this. This is going to be, you know, this is going to be like, like I said, a passion project, but uh, those, uh, those are probably two good starting points. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And we'll see you around at the right club. Awesome. Thanks very much, guys. And like, thank you, Catherine and Francois. Like, you guys are really good co-hosts. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping all levels of real estate investors advance to the next level and help you customize your life. Be sure to tune in next week at rightclub.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you get a few seconds, please rate the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps the show get noticed by others like you. And we truly appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe.